I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Welcome, everyone. Today, I wish to chat about meditation, the importance of it, and the benefits of it. What the latest research has shown us about meditation, and I am going to teach you a very basic and easy way to meditate for beginners, so that you will have no more excuses for not doing it. So, before I go any further. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery. Take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. I take another deep breath in. And exhale out loud. <sighs> and when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. One of my spiritual teachers, Sakuru of Isha Griya Internal Engineering, focusing on living life by design instead of by default. He once asked, "So, what is the dimension that we are trying to describe with this word meditation?" One fundamental thing that we need to understand is, you cannot do meditation. He said. 
because meditation is a quality. A quality is a consequence of a certain process. You can initiate a process, you can conduct a process, but you cannot conduct a quality. Quality is just a consequence, he said. So it is like you want flowers in your garden. You don't sit there and do flower meditation, right? If you want flowers in the garden, you don't have to think flowers. You have to think soil, manure, water, sunlight. If you conduct this process of these ingredients properly, flower and fruit is a consequence. But today, the world has become so goal-oriented. Because they are so goal-oriented, they are not interested in the soil, definitely not interested in the manure, and all the other things. But they want flowers and fruits. If you want flowers without soil, manure, water, and sunlight, well, you will have to settle for plastic flowers, he said. Plastic flowers are very wonderful. Those who think of utility, it serves you in many different ways. It comes with a five-year guarantee for sure. Flowers can be a nuisance. If you keep flowers in your house, you have to look at them and tend to them daily. What's happening to them? Are they thriving well or not? Plastic flowers is five-year guarantee, unlike your life. If you're alive, there's so much to do. You even have to dodge virus, the invisible virus. So really... My teacher, Sakuru, is referring our life to fresh flowers. But the dead only have to be preserved. So essentially, the dimension and the process that you are referring to as meditation is a very life-oriented. And he went on to say, when he is referring to life-oriented, today, largely, we are material-oriented or, at the most, mind-oriented, maybe emotion-oriented, or physical body, which is a material again. So largely life has become like this. People's idea of life is, if someone said, my life, you're supposed to understand they are talking about their job, they're talking about economic condition in the country or in the world, about their car, maybe about their dog, sometimes about their husband or wife or partner. It could be anything, but the only thing that can be truly life is what is throbbing inside of us, in our physical body. My teacher Saguru refers our body, the temple of our soul, is life. The rest are arrangements that we have made, hoping that these arrangements will allow us to enhance our life, whether it's education, career, relationships, marriage, children, wealth, whatever. All these things one is after, only in the hope that it will enhance our life. As you know, most people, instead of enhancing their life, largely get entangled with these accessories. Accessories have become larger than the life process. My teacher Sakuru also says he thinks that in a very cruel way, the virus we are experiencing right now is bringing focus on the life because we suddenly understand that our expensive home has become 
a person. So naturally, my teacher Sakuru is not surprised to find a whole lot of people asking all over the world how to meditate. What should they do? So as he said, we cannot meditate, but we can become meditative because it's a quality. If one cultivates their body, mind, emotion, and energies to a certain level of maturity, he said, we will be naturally meditative twenty-four hours of the day. Meditation is not an impairment. That if you are meditative, you have to close your eyes and be limited to one place. He teaches that meditation is a phenomenal empowerment that you can do whatever is needed in the world. He means that whatever is needed in the given situation and still remain untouched by the process of activities that we need to conduct in the world. This empowerment, or without this empowerment, in fact, a human being is crippled because if you have to think, feel, understand, and act in the world. Is going to rub off on you in such a big way. Naturally, you will hesitate to do what is needed. Naturally, you will avoid doing things that need to be done. So he said, in a way, the moment you are in a state where your own activity and the activity of the world around you, and the activity of your mind and your emotion, once they are impacting you every moment of your life, then. In some way, you will cripple yourself because naturally you would want to keep the scale of your life very limited. Because activity, thought, emotion, involvement with life can cause enormous amount of suffering. Once there is fear of suffering, knowing or unknowingly, you will limit the scope and possibilities of your life. Meditation in a simple way. If you sit here, your body is here, your mind is there. Who you are is little away from these two dimensions of physical body and mental accumulations. These two accumulations of body and mind, if a little space arises between you and this. This is the end of suffering, and this is meditativeness. He teaches us ishikriya. It's an extremely simple process, but a powerful tool. Using these three ingredients: your breath, your thought, and your awareness. In the right combination, if you use them, breath, thought, awareness, your ability to use the mind. The body is so greatly enhanced that you almost look superhuman for somebody else. But he is telling us that this is human, all right. This is not about being superhuman. This is about realizing being human is super. Recent researchers found that long-term meditators had more disease-fighting chemicals in their body than non-meditators or beginners did. They also found that meditation improves physical health by boosting the immune functions, 
regulating hormonal discharge and decreasing cellular inflammation. Gene studies showed that women who meditated were more fertile and delivered healthier babies than women who did not. By regulating the sympathetic and autonomic nervous systems, meditation controls our responses during sudden stress encounters and prevents us from nervous breakdown and panic attacks. Meditation also stabilizes blood circulation in the body and regulates blood pressure, heartbeat, metabolism, and other essential biological functioning. By bringing a positive shift in lifestyle, meditation improves sleep quality, fosters weight loss, and reduces fatigue. And more importantly, research also found that meditation can slow down aging. Furthermore, meditation enhances empathy. Loving kindness or compassion meditation fires neural connections to brain sites that regulate positive emotions like empathy and kindness. The deep state of flow that meditation induces builds social connectedness and make us more affectionate and amicable as a person. So, my advice to people that are lack of empathy: meditation is key. Meditation improves cognition as well. Researchers agree that an excellent way for professionals to increase the likelihood of success is to keep meditation practice as a part of their daily routine. Studies have revealed that both transcendent and mindful meditation practices improve the brain's problem-solving and decision-making strategies, which can bring a desirable shift in our professional life. Meditation is a natural stress stabilizer. Stress is the body's response to unforeseen adversities. Encountering immediate threats increases the level of cortisol, or stress hormone, in the body, and activates the autonomic nervous system, like I mentioned earlier, which is responsible for fight or flight responses. Brain studies of regular meditators revealed that they have lower cortisol level in their brains. Which explains their resilience and insightful nature. Well, my audience, needless to say, at the present time, with what's going on in the world, it will definitely benefit you to start meditating. Well, if you are still not convinced, let me give you some more scientific proof. A study by the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health found that mindful meditation reduces pain sensations in the body without using the brain's natural opiates. The research suggested that combining meditation practices with medication for treating pain conditions like osteoarthritis, headaches, and other chronic pains can be useful for providing long-term remedies. They have also conducted studies to explore the impact of meditation on disorders like pain and fibromyalgia in teenagers, stress-related disorders in adolescents and adults, migraine, headaches. And hypertensive conditions, psoriasis, anxiety, and depression. Most of their research and reviews show that committing to a daily practice improves the overall quality of life, and has long-term benefits for staying emotionally and physically healthy. Furthermore, 
studies showed that meditation had similar effects as medications in treating depression, anxiety, and other emotional problems. Studies on the impact of meditation on irritable bowel syndrome (IBS) was initially conducted by the American College of Gastroenterology in 2014, with no significant establishments. Later, some studies on women with severe IBS symptoms showed that when they practiced mindful meditation regularly for two months, their symptoms significantly reduced. Meditation practice helped in reducing the anxiety associated with IBS and improved the individual's quality of life to a large extent. So, my dear audience, the benefits of meditation just goes on and on, and now with scientific proof. Let me assure you that you deserve and you are worthy of applying this process. So, as promised earlier, I am going to teach you. The simplest way to be in a meditative state, as usual, my teacher made a good point. He once asked, "If your mind took instruction from you, would you create anxiety?" Well, of course, the answer would be no. So he said, "Don't look for answers elsewhere. It is just that your own physiology and your psychological patterns are not taking instructions from you." And to be honest, I could not have said it better. So please. See that it's your own mind which is causing all this pain. You are not in control of your thoughts. Your thoughts are, in turn, in control of you. Now, yoga is a form of meditation, and yoga means union. So this is the first form of union. Put two hands joined together. Join your palms together. Your right and left hand together. This is the masculine and the feminine within you. It's just that simple. What you do is choose something that concerns your life. It could be the sun. It could be the sun coming up. Without the sun coming up, you wouldn't exist on this planet. The warmth of life is going on within you only because the sun comes up. Without the tree exhaling oxygen and we exhaling carbon dioxide for it. And without this exchange happening, we wouldn't be alive, would we? So look at it this way: the food that we eat, the sun, the earth that you walk upon, air that we breathe, water that we drink, people who live around us, whatever. Let's choose anyone. Just do this. Put our right and left hand together in alignment. Just look at something that really matters to you. Maybe the sun. Maybe the sky, maybe the cloud, maybe a tree. It can be a person. It can be a child, an animal. It doesn't matter. Just look at it whilst your palms are joined together. When putting your hands together for ten, twelve minutes at a stretch daily, you will see half your anxiety will start settling down because essentially the conflict is there are two dimensions within you. Without going through all the details, let's just say it's our feminine and masculine energy within us. So simply by putting our hands together, when you look at with utmost love and appreciation towards something that matters to you, as I mentioned earlier, it could be your wife, it could be your husband, it could be your partner, it could be your child, a tree, a dog, sky, sun. Moon, whatever. 
every one of them are vital for your life. Whatever you can relate to, putting these two hands together, just look at them with utmost pleasantness that you can generate. Recognizing how important they are for you, many things in your life will change for the better. The key is to do it daily. Just 10 to 12 minutes daily. I'm sure you can do that, isn't it? It's such a simple process. Put two hands together. Look at something that matters to you with utmost love and appreciation. And you will soon find yourself feeling calm and grounded. So until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. Find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com. Mm-hmm.